Hello adventure seekers! Welcome to another exciting episode on the Backpack Diaries, and this time the first episode of 2024. I'm Ifra, your 15-year-old host who's always on the move, exploring new places and vlogging every step of the way. Today, get ready to embark on an extraordinary journey with our special guest, Deanna. From her French exchange at the age of 12 to solo adventuring across 21 states in the USA, her tales will ignite your wanderlust and leave you yearning for more. So, fellow explorers, fasten your headphones as we unravel the backpack of Deanna's adventures. Deanna, it's awesome to have you. Welcome aboard. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to have you. So, for those tuning in who might not know you yet, would you mind sharing a bit about yourself? Yes. So, hi, my name is Deanna. I am 22 years old and I'm from England. But I recently, two months ago, got back from living in America for two months, for two years, sorry, as an au pair, which was honestly what I wouldn't say started my my wanting for travel it just definitely made me realize that this is what I wanted to do I wanted to see the world and explore all I can yeah that's amazing so can you share more about your journey into travel starting from your French exchange at the age of 12 yeah of course so when I was like I said 12 there was an opportunity that came up where you could um it was called the Comenius trip and it basically was 50 pounds which is incredible now like looking back it's 50 pounds you go for 50 pounds you can go to France for a week and see some incredible sights we was in the south of France but basically you get the you have a French um a French person come and stay with you for a week so you're the host and then another French person hosts you um so I was living in a French household at that time honestly all I could say was bonjour and like je m'appelle Diana that was all I could say I I really was not good at French but bless him the family was so sweet like the dad especially every morning um he would they would just create like breakfast for me and it was just so cute and they would speak to me through Google, Google Translate but it was it was it was the effort that they put in like it really made me just feel so at home it just made me feel so it just I just saw the world in a different light and I was like this is so cool and the south of France is absolutely beautiful like I don't know if you've been or if you ever get the chance to go it's absolutely gorgeous so seeing it at a young age I was like 100% this is a bit of me that is absolutely incredible I would have loved to experience something like that and you also attended another volunteer trip at the age of 15 to Borneo which is also so cool So could you take us back to that time? What was the most unexpected or adventurous thing that happened during that month? Of course. And yeah, if you do ever get the chance, I would highly recommend it. It was absolutely incredible. It definitely changed me as a person for sure. Um, But yeah, so when I was 15, it's quite funny. My, like the group came to my school to talk about the volunteer trip, but they did it for ages from year 12 to year 10, which is probably like 17, 18 to 16. But Mm. at that time I was... Actually, no, I think I was 13, 14 at the time. And I wasn't old enough. My year wasn't old enough. But because they didn't want to, like, co-part with another school, they were like, right, we're going to do it for the year younger, which is my year. So that's when me and my best friend saw that, we were like, "Uh, okay, we have to do it. And we Mm -hmm. did it. Um, And it was quite a lot of money but you had the whole idea of it was you have to fundraise to do it so I had a bingo night I did cake sales I just did little things to try and also I wasn't old enough to get a job at that time because I was younger than everyone else like my year were and yeah it honestly was incredible we were there for a month and we did we taught kids English we built market squares we built 
um, schools. And we also went on a jungle track for a month, which was absolutely, uh, sorry, sorry, that would have been a long jungle track. We went on a week long, a five day long jungle track, which was incredible. Wow. Yeah, it was absolutely incredible. I can't lie, I think I did have an asthma attack or a panic attack. I'm not too sure. I had one of them on the trip, which wasn't that fun. But it taught me, it taught me a lot about myself and what I could handle and not to push myself too much. Um, but honestly, it was truly incredible. We also got to see an orangutan in the wild with a baby on its back, which oh, was just such a surreal. That's amazing. It was amazing. just so surreal, right? Obviously, yeah. it just melted my heart. Like, I remember the host lady, she was like, guys, your grandchildren might not ever be able to see this. And it just really, like, strung on my heartstrings. Because I was like, that is so sad. Like, and we're so lucky to get to be able to see that. I know. That is such a wonderful experience. And I'm curious, how has being there with its rich ecosystems and all shaped your view on environmental issues when you travel? Honestly, it, it opened my eyes a lot because I was 15. I was still very young. Yeah. Um, it definitely opened my eyes because they didn't have running water, really, and they didn't have running hot water, sorry. And they didn't have a lot of like and deforestation there was so bad. And I didn't mm. know about palm oil before going, but the deforestation for palm oil and stuff like that there is absolutely like seeing it in person you could you see it on tv but when you see it in person it's really when it it hits you and you're like this is such a serious issue which honestly is not talk, talked about half as much in the western world like we and just everywhere in the world we use so much like palm oil and stuff for things yeah. which you just you use it and you don't think about it but in reality it's you're destroying habitats, you're destroying so much. And when you see it, it's really like hard hitting, especially with stuff like that. So it definitely changed my outlook on like everything. And especially it just made me more grateful to be like a passport holder of the UK. The issue is I find is that a lot of people in the Western world have so much yet we're the most ungrateful people. And that's not to sound like rude, it's just facts. Like, like we, we've always had a lot and we always want more whereas people like when I was in Borneo they didn't have a lot but they were the happiest people and that is genuinely what I strived for after that I was like how can they be so happy with so little like that is admirable like that honestly is beautiful yeah I admire that so much I would actually love to spend time over there like you honestly I really I honestly would highly recommend you would absolutely love it it's it's gorgeous yeah And you also explored 21 out of the 50 states in the USA, which is so cool. I'm eagerly anticipating expanding my exploration to even more states. So can you share which state surprised you the most or stood out as your favorites and why? Yeah, of course. Um, See, that's such a hard one for me because I've got this mindset where I'm like, I always think about the best of the places. So for me, when I have to think of one, I'm like, oh, but this had this, but this had this. <laughs> if I was to honestly pinpoint one down, it would have to be the state which really just made me look at America in a different light because I didn't really like America when I first went. I wasn't in the best of mindsets and I just, I, I didn't appreciate it, which I should have, but that's fine. Like it's a learning lesson. But I would honestly say Tennessee slash North Carolina because yeah. <clears throat> I went on a road trip there. We did a road trip from... Um, Jackson, Mississippi, all the way through Tennessee and North Carolina, uh, Georgia, Alabama, back to Louisiana. And while we was in Tennessee, we did a camping trip in the Great Smoky Mountains. 
and that honestly just changed my outlook on America it would I just realized how lucky I was to be in such a diverse beautiful country there's the thing is with America which I realized was there's just so many different types of people so many different types of places you could go even in one state like Texas is massive and you could go see the desert you can go see mountains not just in in the country there's so much to offer in America and I just from that moment I was like right that's it like I'm so lucky to be where I am I need to be more grateful (laughs) and make the most of it which is why it led me to travel as much yeah and on the flip side were there any states that you didn't quite like like I said I I tried to look at the best in every state but if I'm going to be honest there's this one state when I first visited it really surprised me because of how many like oil rigs there were and stuff and that was California um I went to Los Angeles and I was just really like I had such high hopes for California. Like, my standards were so high because, obviously, you see Los Angeles all over the... My whole life, I grew up watching people go to Hollywood, watching YouTubers go, and I was like, wow, oh, my goodness, like, I need to go. I went, and I was just so surprised to see, like, the oil rigs and how how it all was. It really upset me. But Mm. saying that, because I had family there, I visited it a lot, and the more I went, the more I fell in love with it. And now it, it's like one of my favorite states because I think it's absolutely beautiful and there's yeah. so much to see and so much to do. So, but it was, it, I wouldn't say it's my least favorite state. It's just the state which surprised me the most at first. That's so interesting. But California has such beautiful sceneries. Oh my goodness, loads. I really, really want to just explore California because, oh wow, it's beautiful. Yes, I'm so excited to go there. Um, are there any destinations there that you just highly recommend people to visit? Um, do you know what? I really fell in love with Catalina Island. Uh, it's Ooh. a little island off the coast of Los Angeles, and you can get there from Long Beach too. Oh my goodness, it feels like you've stepped into it. It still feels like you stepped into Europe. It felt like I was in Italy, and Ooh. I just, I was obsessed. It's, it's gorgeous. So if you get the chance, I would highly recommend going. It's just beautiful. Okay, I'm putting that on my bucket list. you'll love it and I would love to know what are the top three destinations on your travel bucket list right now and why do they hold a special place for you oh I love this question uh it's hard to not say the whole world but (laughs) if I'm gonna pin it down to three I would say right now my number one has to be India I every single person I speak to who is from India the the way they speak about their country is just absolutely beautiful. And to me, that says, that speaks volumes. And the culture mm-hmm. there just looks incredible. I would love to experience it. I would love to just go for months on end and just explore every corner. I would also love to go to New Zealand. New Zealand is a place which oh, I've wanted yes. to go for years, right? New Zealand is amazing. I lived there for oh. seven years and it was so beautiful. <gasps> Your joke. Oh my gosh, wow. No, honestly, my, my whole life I've always been in Australia, girl. I was like, no, I meant to be in Australia. But as I got older and realised what I actually like, I was like, actually, New Zealand's for me. Like, yeah. you're very, you're so, I bet you miss it so much. I know, I miss it so much. I haven't gone back in years and I would love to go back. It's so beautiful. And if you're ever visiting India, you have to go to Pakistan, where I'm from. They're both so close, so you should definitely explore them both together. It's funny because my host family, when I lived in America, they're from Pakistan. Um, So I got to try a lot of the food and everything. And the culture is just incredible, like very kind. Um, So yeah, and then maybe my third, um, honestly, probably would have to be... There's so many places which is that I'm like confused, but probably would have to be Canada, but Banff. Oh, yes. Park. I really want to go there too. Right? 
you know what I think of? This is why. Have you ever seen the Simpsons movie? No, I haven't. Oh, I just think when I'm there, I just think of like when they're driving down the road and they pinch the screen and the screen they think it's the map, but it's not the map. It's what they're actually seeing. And I'm just, I just, oh, that, it's a place I really want to go so bad. Me too. Now, food is a big part of travel, and I'm a big foodie. So, is there a particular dish or cuisine from your travels that you still crave or dream about? Oh, that's a that's a good one. I'm a big foodie too. Do you know what? There was this. This so I've had some incredible food, but it's gone out of my head right now. So questionable that it was that incredible. No, I'm joking. Um, but I would have to say there was this. I don't know what it was, but there was this fish dish when I was in Borneo, and I just remember having it and being genuinely obsessed like I was it was so good I can't remember what it was but it was like some fish in red sauce it was like some sort of curry it was just so good I would love to try that again or maybe some oh there was some like potato dish from Greece when I was like 11 but it's because I like my potatoes so maybe that's why <laughs> but if I'm gonna be adventurous it'll probably be that fish dish oh they both sound so delicious <laughs> it was really really good and having experienced both solo travel and group trips, do you have a preference? What do you think each style brings to the travel experience? Ooh, okay. So each have their own parks for sure. I absolutely adore solo travel, but I adore it because I'm the type of traveler which if you say to me, all oh, right, okay, we're going here, but it's a 50 minute walk or it's, yeah, 50 minutes away, <clears throat> I would walk it. I really I for me personally I feel like walking is the best way to experience a new place so I would walk it but I know a lot of people don't like to walk a lot so if I'm with people who enjoy the same as me 100% but that is why I like solo traveling because I feel like then I can just do what I want to do without the worry of upsetting someone else or maybe ruining their holiday or their travels or whatever but there's nothing more special than experiencing something with your friends or loved ones or someone you just met like experiencing it and having those memories with someone else is something truly beautiful so I feel like you can never beat group trips but I feel like if you want to learn more about yourself solo travel is definitely the way forward because you learn so much about yourself and what you like and what you dislike and yeah it's, it's beautiful yes it really is I really want to try it And looking back at your solo travel experiences, is there one journey that stands out as a pivotal moment in your solo travel story? And what made it so significant for you? Um, I'm going to have to say my first ever solo travel trip, it was to New York City and I was petrified. I was really (laughs) scared. Um, I remember just just thinking about all the scenarios that could go wrong. And I was like, oh gosh. And I was staying in New Jersey because I went to New York to do to do a course for my au pair in. Um, so I was staying in New Jersey in an, in an Airbnb and so I had to find the Airbnb and I was like worried anyway, because I was like, wow, okay, this is very different to what I'm used to. Like I'm Mm -hmm. used to like a gated, like not south, but from being an au pair to go, I was used to like a gated area and having pepper spray on me to not having pepper spray because I just come from the plane to like chucked in the big depths of New Jersey. (laughs) And I was like, oh my gosh. Um, but what definitely made it for me was my the airbnb host um when she came back from work we sat up and we were talking for hours and hours on end she baked me an apple pie it was just so beautiful like this this woman was telling about her life and she'd been through so much yet she was the most positive she was 
had the most beautiful soul and and just because she was a bit older than me she she basically taught me lessons about life and she taught me advice she gave me advice and I still speak to this to this day when I went to New York in August we met up and we went we went um for drinks and we watched we watched the lightning across over the New York City skyline and that is something which I will always hold with me like honestly I'm being serious when you solo travel or when you travel to me it's the people you meet along the travels which make it because they teach you they guide you they give you advice and that advice is the most beautiful thing you can take from anything it absolutely is and those are such wonderful memories so for our listeners planning their next adventure what's one travel tip or recommendation you swear by it could be a packing hack, a cultural insight, or anything that made your travel smoother. I would probably say, say yes to opportunities, because you really don't know what's going to come from them. The amount of opportunities or memories that I have for things which I wasn't going to do, just because I said yes, honestly, has given me last year the most incredible year. So I would definitely say, don't be afraid to make the jump and say yes to any opportunities, because you don't know what can come from it. And life is wonderful you just gotta get out there and put yourself out there to witness it i absolutely agree with that and let's end with a fun question deanna if you could time travel to any era and location where and when would you go and what would you want to experience love this question (laughs) absolutely love this question that's such a tough one because i'm like do i want to go back to the tudor times and see what it was like to live with henry the eighth or do i want to go back to do you know what i asked my friend this question once and his answer really stuck with me and i loved it he said i would love to go back to when the world first began to see how it actually began and i just think i was like wow that is so cool i've never heard anyone say that but although i would love to do that do you know what I want to go back to the Egyptians' times. I really want to see the pyramids being built. I that really would do. be so cool. Right? Imagine mm. saying, yeah, when well, I saw them, I saw them be built. Like, that's insane. Yeah, that really is. And that brings us to the end of this episode, everyone. Today's journey with Deanna was nothing short of extraordinary. Deanna, a heartfelt thank you for being an incredible guest on the Backpack Diaries and for sharing your incredible travel tales, insights, and awesome experiences. No worries. Thank you so much for having me. I really enjoyed it. Me too. It was so wonderful having you. And to everyone tuning in, make sure to check out Deanna's page, Socially Wonderful, on Instagram for more inspiring travel stories and amazing adventures. Also, don't forget to check out The Backpack Diaries on Instagram for lots of travel content and all the latest with the podcast. And hey, if you had a good time with us today on The Backpack Diaries, I'd love to hear from you. A review would be awesome. Until our next adventure, keep those backpacks packed and those diaries updated. Safe travels and goodbye!